Because once a man says I'm bisexual, it's like, oh, you're gay. That's not what I said. I told you I was bisexual. <laughs> That's 100% what happens. <laughs> That's not what I said. And it just sucks that it's like that. It sucks that mm-hmm. men get stigmatized as being gay, even though they are bisexual, even though men can like women and men too. It's just, oh, I'm, you know, oh, they're gay and that's it. That's not the case. So, yes, I could date a bisexual man. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm so happy you came by. The Queerly Black Show aims to normalize the everyday existence of Black, LGBTQIA plus individuals through an interview-style series with regular folks like you and me. So every week, a new guest shares their story and unique perspective on their existence as an LGBTQIA plus individual. Thank you for tuning in, and make sure you subscribe, download, set your reminders to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm joined here with a very special guest from New York. Cayenne is in the building. Cayenne, tell the people about yourself. Oh, man. Okay, so where to start? Um, I am originally from Brooklyn, New York. I live in Los Angeles, California now. Uh, I struggled with You're from Brooklyn. I'm from from, Brooklyn. You you say you're from New York. You already know. Hey, y'all, y'all don't talk about how big my feet is, but <laughs> you already know. Hey, you gotta have a, you gotta have a Tim. Gotta, gotta have the butter Tim's and, on and, you. And, and you got to keep your fr- you got to keep your pair of them. I got a, I got a fresh pair in the closet, but just you know what I'm saying yeah, I wear yeah. these. You as know what I'm saying? Pair, the crease is good. in the crease is in the shoe. <laughs> I got these. You That's know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. You, you know, don't do me like that. Nah. So I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Lived there for 26 years. Um, and pretty much why I moved out of New York was me coming out to my mom and telling her I have a girlfriend. And I really told that I like girls. But I told her I had a girlfriend and she was just like not having it. So long story short, because of that, we did end up falling out. She kicked me out of her house. I ended up living with my girlfriend at the time for like a year. And then that didn't work out. So I ended up moving to Connecticut. But I was there for like four months. And that was like the worst situation of my entire life. Um, Because she was also going through a divorce and blah, 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 blah. So that was like up and down, in and out. Um, And after that- You know how old at that point? I was 27 at the point I was in Connecticut. And then after that, I ended up moving to DC. I worked a little bit uh, for a pharmaceutical company and then ended up moving to LA. And while I was in DC and LA, I was always trying to figure out how to identify because I really never got a handle on that. And I just knew I wasn't straight, but I always felt like I needed to fit in. I always wanted to be the lesbian girl, the bisexual girl, the whatever type of girl that I could be in the community with. And I struggled with identity for such a long time that I just didn't identify. Partially because I felt like I didn't have to. And then the other half was that I didn't want to. And after that, I probably didn't identify for maybe three, four, five years until just recently where I started to feel the word queer was just more of what I wanted to call myself, but didn't know that's what it was. And so now as I'm on the journey of yet again, trying to figure out an identity for me, I'm slowly coming to terms with the word queer. What up? It's your host, Ashley, and I'm interrupting this podcast to ask, are you following us? 
Have you downloaded the podcast? Are you subscribed to us on YouTube? If you're not already, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on all platforms, Queerly Black. I'm going to let y'all get back to the show. Peace. For myself, which I really do like. I'm not saying nothing's wrong about it, nothing like that. But I've gone so long without identifying that now trying to identify again is like kind of messing with my mind. But I like it because it's Mm -hmm. starting to feel like home. So, yeah. (laughs) yeah man that's i mean that's that's you know the journey is continuous what do you feel like was the or is you know the pressure now to kind of identify as something oh i think honestly it was the transition of me liking a guy slash this is not my boyfriend and i say that because for so long after i I was in dc slash and i moved to la for so long, I just saw girls. And I was like, I'm be with a girl, marry a girl, this is a girl, that a girl, 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 girl. And then like that, I was liking a guy. And then I'm like, what is this? Because for so long, it was just girls. And it was only supposed to be girls. That's the whole reason why I do this, blah, blah, blah. But then I had to ask myself, if you are truly not identifying at this point in my life, that means everybody, that means love comes from everywhere and it can't just be girls because by, at that point you're forcing yourself to saying, you just want to be with a girl when that's actually not the case because you're supposed to be accepting love from everywhere. So once I like got with this guy and now I became my boyfriend and stuff like that, I, I don't want to say I felt the need to identify because I didn't, but it just kind of, when I really say just like, like that, that's what happened. Like the word really jumped in my head in the shower one day. And I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. And the word queer really encompasses everything. It just encompasses that you're not straight. And that's the point I've been trying to get across my whole life. And I didn't realize it literally until like a few months ago. And I was like, oh yeah. So pretty much, yeah, that's how I got to that point. Yeah, that, no, that makes sense. And so with that, let's go back to the beginning and talk mm-hmm. about just your coming of, you know, to this place, right? So what was the first, what was your first encounter with your sexuality? (gasps) Okay. Not knowing it at the time, but really like looking back on my life and being like, that was a moment, right? Um, I had to be like 12, 12, 13. And I remember having a crush on my best friend but didn't understand that it was a crush on my best friend at the time. I just knew I always wanted to be around her, right? And so there were a lot of moments where I would find myself just like hugging her in a weird way that now I deem weird. But back then, of course, I didn't deem it weird. And just like always wanted to like touch her, but not inappropriately, just like I want my arm on your arm or I, you know, just regular friendship. Yeah, over, over like affection, overly. Yeah, like affection yeah, exactly. Person. Yeah, exactly. For no particular reason. I'm like, okay. And then as life progressed, I realized I was always around people who I heavily had a crush on, heavily like there were always women. I always wanted to be like them or emulate them in some way. Because that was my way, I guess, to my younger self of being like, you like them, but you're not, you're not aware of what liking them is because you're taught to like guys and blah, 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 and X, Y, Z, blah, blah, stuff like that. And so my real, real awakening was when I was 21 and now understand that, you know, liking women is a thing and blah, 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 blah. 
and I was in college and it was this girl that I had the absolute crush on and I had a boyfriend at the time so I told him I was like look there's this girl like I'm crushing on her like crazy like ah you know and he's he just probably like, thought it was so cute like okay <laughs> yeah he's just like oh, call her, oh, give her a call it. like bring her over let's get you know what I'm saying hey exactly. I'm good with that <laughs> exactly but I kept telling him like there's this girl I'm crushing on like we have like three classes together I'm gonna try to like hang out with her and all this other stuff and of course she didn't have a crush on me back of course I never told her she probably doesn't even know but it was in that moment where I was like "Ooh, I like girls but I have a boyfriend but I like just brushed it off because I had a boyfriend I didn't think nothing of it until literally like Two weeks later, after I graduated, I found out my boyfriend was cheating on me. We broke up. And then I didn't date anybody for five years after that. Because within those five years, I was getting over that breakup slash realizing that I really like women. And I need to figure that out. Because I remember asking myself one day, like, do you want to continue dating men knowing that you have this perplexed thing in your mind with women and you need to figure that out? before you go ahead and date men again men again I was like all right let's let's try it out so yeah that's how that journey like kind of got me started slash me really understanding that I do like women but also men as well yeah so then at going through your 20s did you date both or just women because my 20s were so spread out and a lot of my 20s were me getting over that relationship, I didn't really do a lot of dating with either uh, party. It was just me finding myself. And when I dated again, it was solely women for a while. And then now, of course, I'm with my boyfriend, but for a long time, it was just solely women after I got over that hump of the relationship being over. Got it. So now you're with your boyfriend. (laughs) Yes. Where'd you guys meet? Oh my gosh, we met at work. So we both used to work at a pharmacy, you know, one of those big name pharmacy companies. Mm -hmm. And I saw him, this is how this happened. I saw him and it was like that instant. I was like, oh no, what is that? And that's how I knew I wasn't like girl, 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 crazy. And it was more about the fluidity of my sexuality. Because seeing him, it was so instant. I was like, oh, no, nah, I, I got to have you. Like, what's going on? In New York, that, <laughs> I got to have that. What's up? Like, exactly. I'm going him. <laughs> it was literally like that. And that was also a moment because going through that, I had built myself up of being just a woman who loves women that now I was presented with this man. And I was like, what am I doing? What is this about? out I was only supposed to be dating girls what is this this is not a girl at Mm -hmm. all like what and that was another thing I had to get over and understand that if I truly believe that love is love and truly believe that sexuality is fluid this is where we're at right now in our life Mm -hmm. and I was like okay so it had that helped me understand myself a bit more because it wasn't just only women 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 it's now women, men, non-binary, X, Y, Z, like really anybody that comes under that, if we vibe, we vibe umbrella, and that's it. So then for you, what's the difference? Because I think, uh, you know, the queer word is, 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 has its own definition, right? 
versus bisexual because most people will say oh you like men and women you're bisexual what's the difference oh see the difference to me with bisexual and queer bisexual is just that for me is bisexual one two whatever your one two may be but when i think of the word queer i truly think of like sexual fluidity across the board it's not just one two it's one through eight it's one through ten it's one through infinity that can look different in so many ways for every body so I'm not just saying me being queer I just like uh, men and women mm-hmm. no it's not that because what if somebody came up to me that doesn't identify with the gender binary right do I now excommunicate you because you're not a man or a woman no so like that's where the word queer to me comes in what if I dated somebody who was trans and also non-binary that's who I feel like I can love everybody because our vibe is there our energy is there I'm not just gonna write you off because you're not one or two right so that's where I think that word queer comes in where fluidity is much more prominent and much more like of the love is love type of thing because we all say love is love when we mean the LGBTQ plus community but that just that doesn't apply to like transgender couples or lesbian couples gay couples like that applies to everything i'd like to say as long as it's legal because i you know (laughs) (laughs) that applies to everything like love is love legitimately applies to any type of relationship that's not straight so that's how i think of the word queer got it and so then um there are a lot of, uh, you obviously are, you know, you have a public platform and I imagine, you know, there's tons of conversation about different things, right. About like, uh, particularly dating men and women, right. Mm -hmm. Like all the assumptions and all the, Oh, you know, you're being (laughs) greedy and you just want everybody (laughs) and you just want to date everybody and you can't choose. And, you know, all this stuff, talk about like how untrue that is and why it's yeah like just why it's simply not the case right why it's not the case okay so I will say this I had a posted a video a couple months ago about just me being queer and my relationship with my boyfriend and blah blah and one of the comments I got was so you're just wasting his time and I was like huh what do you mean mm-hmm. and I it was just so interesting how people think because you like more than one gender that you're automatically just wasting somebody's time you're a cheater you know you're now you're in an open relationship blah 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 all this other stuff and people fail to realize why that's not true is because when I hop into a relationship it's a relationship what up it's your host Ashley and I'm interrupting this podcast to ask are you following us Have you downloaded the podcast? Are you subscribed to us on YouTube? If you're not already, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on all platforms, Queerly Black. I'm going to let y'all get back to the show. Peace. Me and said person have made this commitment to each other to, you know, just build and grow and blah, 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 and stuff like that. And people forget that because people usually just think of sex and like, oh, so you can just cheat. You can do whatever. You can go get a girl. Why? Because would you say that to your partner whoever you're with or you could just cheat and do this and do that no when you step into a relationship you come to an agreement you come to terms of what's okay what's not okay whether it be monogamous or non-monogamous you follow those guidelines of the relationship 
And people really forget that queer people or even anybody in the LGBTQ plus community have relationships. They just really focus on the sexual part of two people being together, but not the relationship part of two mm-hmm. people being together. And that's like the one of the points that I'm trying people for blah, blah. That's one of the points that I want people to understand is that a person like myself, a bisexual person, a polyamorous person, our love will look different because it's not lesbian or gay. But understand that we're still in a relationship with people who we want to be in relationship with. And we're just not with them to cheat or leave them, whatever. No, that's not the case. Like when we love people, we love people. Regardless of what you think that we're doing, we love the people that we're with. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But in the moments that it does work out, it's a relationship. Yeah. yeah. No different than any other one. No different. Also, on that same note, talk about yeah. the notion that if you're attracted to like let's say for like you can ne- a, a bisexual person can never be completely sexually satisfied right because you if you like both mm-hmm. no one can really fulfill you because they are different right <laughs> so it could yeah. be like you could wake up today and be like yeah I'm totally attracted to you know, my girlfriend or my boyfriend, just mm. talk, just speaking about just dispelling the myths as a whole, right? I'm yeah. attracted. I, I I like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm attracted to my boyfriend. This morning I woke up and I'm like, yeah, but actually I want to be with a girl. It, like, is that the, like, is that, how true is that? Everybody's different. So and I, I don't think to, know. I'm sorry, just to, just to, just to even more segment it just a little bit more. Cause it's obviously you could go a lot of places with that. Yeah. With, in comp- that in comparison to a person who identifies as lesbian or gay I only like women right I only like men so my consideration set is smaller and all these people will have in most cases the same things a girl will have boobs she'll have a booty she'll have a vagina right mm-hmm. a guy will have a penis and a flat chest or maybe not or whatever you're you know physically probably looks how you want him to look so by and large you're like okay but with you know being bisexual there's always going to be a difference in terms of like even the aesthetic of what you like with one versus the other and all that so like just in comparison to that like just talk about that hmm. oh okay so it's not that a person will wake up one day and say, let's say I'm with a man right now, which, you know, I'm with a man now. I'm not waking up one day and being like, I want to be with a woman, right? That's because that's not how I feel. However, for my sake, my relationship, I know I can have that conversation with my partner and be like, listen, what do you think about adding somebody to us right now? And then, leave, you know, it is what it is at the moment and then we come back not as necessarily like an open relationship but more so like a threesome kind of thing if I ever felt that way I definitely can ask him that and we'll talk about it because people think oh guys we'll love to see two women together but the fact of the matter is like not all guys are like that not all guys now I'm not gonna say they don't want that but not all guys want that not all guys feel the need to see their girl being with somebody else, whether if it's a girl or not. And that's how my boyfriend is. He's not that person. Like, sure, we'll talk about it. But if he's like, nah, I'm good, then we're good. That's it. But at least I brought it up, right? But 
again, the notion of just because I like everybody, I need to like everybody all the time. That's not the case because I'm with my partner. I can admire somebody that looks good without having to be inside and between their legs or nothing like that. It, it's really not that every day. Which is, in that, which, which is normal for anyone, right? Of course. None of us are blind. We can all see. It's not that to your point. <laughs> we don't want to be with somebody else. It's just, oh, that's a nice looking person. Exactly. They look good. <laughs> exactly. So people need to understand that because, you know, bisexual people, queer people, pansexual people, whatever the case may be, have attraction to all different types of people. That doesn't mean that I'm going to wake up the next day and say, you know what? You got to get out of my bed. Like I'm going for somebody else. Relationships don't work like that. And people need to understand that like relationships and maybe like a casual thing or a one night stand type of thing. Like it's different because if I knew I had the sexual appetite to be with 10 different people, then I'm not getting a relationship right now. Then it's not for me right now. Then yes, I can go be with X, Y, Z, A, B, C. But once I'm in a relationship, I know what I'm getting into. I know the body that you have and I'm going to be cool with that. And if anything changes, then we can talk about that. But for me, when I jump into a relationship, I know that this is the person I'm going to be with for a while and let it run its course. And I know what I'm getting into, you know? So that's, that's how I think of it. But I, you know, everybody has their different views and stuff like that about people who like more than one, you know, sexuality preference. Yeah. No, I think that that makes sense. And then do you feel like it's important? I mean, I think it's important to have open communication regardless in converse, in your relationship, just in general, right? But do you feel like it's helpful as a queer person or, you know, a person who kind of has a more non-traditional setup um, to have more open dialogue with your partner? That's like from the gate, like, this is who I am this is what I understand myself to be today. And here's potential areas where I could see us needing to investigate further or have further conversations. Absolutely. Do you feel like that's a helpful dynamic for people to have? Absolutely. All the time. So when I first got with my boyfriend, but this is before we were even together, one of the first thing I said to him was, I like girls. And I need to let you know that. Like, <laughs> I like girls and I typically do not go for guys. So the fact that you're in my face right now, I want to let you know that this is big because I don't go for guys. I go for girls. So you here right now, be happy. Not like a cocky kind of way, but just like, I'm really taking an interest in you as a guy and I don't like guys like that. So it's something about you that my body, spirit, energy, whatever, really likes about you. And I'm just, you know, we're going with the flow. And so on top of that, we've always had conversations of uh, monogamy, non-monogamy, uh, polyamory, open relationships, threesome, blah, blah. We've always had a conversation like that because the opportunity is there, not necessarily that we're swingers or nothing like that, but if at any point one of us felt like we wanted to, you know, explore that, that's a conversation that needs to be had because you always wanna know what your partner is feeling but I think because we are both open to it, it's an easier conversation to have. Because I know a lot of times people get into relationships when a partner brings up something like that, especially like something as base level as a threesome, the other partner gets scared, jealous, worried. They feel like they're not doing enough, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. But for me, at least, it doesn't feel like that. 
it just feels like this one thing that we want to do. And if we like it, cool. If we don't, cool. But it's always important to have the openness in a relationship to talk about the things that you like and that you don't like. Because if you guys find out that you don't like anything and you guys are like incompatible, then what are we doing? Like, there's no point in really continuing any further if something doesn't match up and you know it would never match up, you know? Um, so being open with my partner and just telling him that I like women, I, I, don't, I couldn't imagine hiding that from him because that's who I am, you know? Yeah. If I say, you, you know, I'm a queer person, that's who I am. Because to go in it and say, and not say anything, gives him the appearance that I'm straight. And that's not fair because if you introduce me to somebody or we go somewhere, how would that make him feel knowing that like I've been with women, I've dated women and he doesn't know that that's not fair. Yeah. So like you definitely, at least to me, definitely should have like those type of conversations with your partner and let them know, like, this is who I am. This is what I did. Even if you're not queer anymore, if you feel a hundred percent strongly about this person or whatever the case may be, then you should divulge your past to them. And whatever time you feel is necessary, but definitely tell them like, listen, this is what I used to do. This is how I used to live or this is how I currently live. And I just want to let you know that is my life. Yeah. And let them have the opportunity to say, you know what? Okay, we're going to be cool. Or you know what? I can't get behind that. Let me dip. So like nobody's wasting their time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I understand that. Could you date a bisexual man? I mean, I've never really thought about it, but why not? I know it's a hard topic and people be like, no, 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 no. But what is the difference in a man sticking his penis where it goes inside a man and that same man sticking his penis inside a woman of where it goes in a man? You know? The only difference is that the the other one, if it's the other way around. If it's the other way around, then blah. Such like <laughs> such like I I can't be mad if a man came up to me and said I'm bisexual I date girls and guys okay cool cool so do I the difference is the way we have sex and that's about it you know as long as you're safe I'm safe we're being cool what's the problem I mm-hmm. get that people have this big stigma against men and stuff like that but it shouldn't be that way mm-hmm. it definitely should not be that way. Because once a man says I'm bisexual, it's like, oh, you're gay. That's not what I said. I told you I was bisexual. <laughs> That's 100% what happens. That's not what I said. And it just sucks that it's like that. It sucks that mm-hmm. men get stigmatized as being gay, even though they are bisexual. Even though men can like women and men too, it's just, oh, I'm bi-, you know, oh, they're gay and that's it. And that's not the case. So yes, I could date a bisexual man. But, you know, sometimes I got to be honest with myself, that mentality was like stuck into me when I was growing up, like, men this, men that. And I'm unlearning that myself, you know, unlearning the fact that men are bisexual, men can have sex with women and men. As long as we're clean, it doesn't matter, you know, let's be clean about it and we cool. Yeah, that's it. We're gonna come back for uh, that for that conversation in a more extensive way. Okay, okay. For today, we're gonna talk about we're gonna finish talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so you have a you know you have body positivity as a part of your um platform. Where did that come about? Ooh, okay. 
I started including it in part of, as part of my platform, maybe like three or four months ago, because I really like getting dressed and I really like putting on clothes and I really like an outfit looking good. And that's just like the New Yorker in me, because for me in New York is a fashion show. Everybody's always every dressed, day, I look, every day, everybody's got dressed, look good and stuff like that. And when I came to LA, it just seemed like people throw on like a shirt, shorts and some crops and walk out the door. And I just didn't like that. So I was like, oh, okay. So every time I, you know, leave the house, I like to get dressed. I don't care where I'm going. I like to get dressed. And then of course I'm a thicker person, whatever the case may be. And I'm like, why not showcase how I get dressed for my side? Because a lot of times, especially when I was younger, you would go into these stores and the stuff was just so ugly. Everything was like this big, nasty floral print mm-hmm. and it was oversized, nothing mm-hmm. fit the body or was these shorts that they weren't tight on the legs. They had this like big leg gap. Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, this is not cute. But in the eyes of media, in the eyes of society, that's how they think big people should dress cover up your body nobody wants to see that and figure it out and it's like it does not have to be this way I can put on a crop up I can put on skirt I can put on shorts whatever the case may be and still look freaking good doing it and I had that revelation I'm like you know what why am I not showcasing that why am I not showcasing something else that I love because while I do love the LGBTQ plus community I need to talk about something else that I also yeah. feel about as well you know because I think for me, there's so much that I can talk about as a person within the LGBTQ community. I can't talk to you about trans stuff because I'm not a trans person. So I don't know what 100% trans people go through. I can't talk about bisexual stuff because I'm not bisexual and I don't know what they go through 100%. I can only talk about me and I can only talk about me for so long until things start to get repetitive. So I'm like, what else can I show people that I love to do? And that's how I got into body positivity and People in the, I myself, when it came to loving my body, struggled a lot because I didn't know what to do with it in terms of how to get dressed. I didn't know what to do with it in terms of how to love it more because I found myself trying to hide, trying to hide the insecurities that I have with my body, my arms, my stomach, my legs, my back, whatever. And I just thought I wasn't good enough to wear certain clothes. I wasn't pretty enough to society standards or skinny enough to society standards to wear certain clothes but after a while it's like that's not the case and we should be able to wear what we want and how we want and what makes us feel comfortable beautiful pretty whatever the case may be if I want to wear a long floral dress it's because I want to wear a long floral dress and that makes me pretty not because I was forced to wear because you guys think I'm too big to be in anything else and that's kind of where I just start to pick that up from realizing that I love to get dressed. I love to look good. I love to smell good. And then just showing that to people as well. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. no, I think that's super, it's super dope and it's super important because like we all look different, you know, everybody has a different thing and it, it, I think just even knowing that there's other options, because to your point, like you go to the store and it's like, (laughs) (laughs) like like I remember I'm trying to think growing up it was like for plus size clothes it was like rainbow for like young people 
You remember Avenue? Avenue. No. Lane Bryant. Lane Bryant. Um, yes. Yes. For it. Which oh, was super expensive. Like it was oh, like you were super, super young expensive. and super expensive. Yes. Like, I can't wear none of that. I can't wear that. Um just super limited. I mean, Macy's had like the plus size section, but it was for like older people. You're like, I don't want to wear none of that. I can't wear that. Um, just crazy. So I mean, I think it's it's cool to just even expose people to more options. And obviously now, you know, there's more kind of uh more places to buy clothes and more yeah. and more inclusivity. Um forever 21 plus and you know different things like that just Mm -hmm. even like brick and mortar wise obviously online there's you know a lot Mm -hmm. of options now so that's that's super cool um nice so two more questions yeah one is you had a theme song for your life what would it be ultra life by old wonder and Mm -hmm. i know that oh my gosh okay so i got introduced to old wonder when i was with my ex-girlfriend years ago but it was one of those things where she introduced it to me and I was like, all right, this is not my type of music, bye, you know? And I don't say anything else about it. And then uh, I think a year and a half afterwards, I was like, what is that song from that band? And I was like, oh, I remember. So I typed it in and then I just started to listen to like the two albums that they had. And I was like, oh, this is actually good. Let me like pay more attention. And so the song Ultra Life, which I have on my arm, I'm living ultra life, but it's really like how I embody it. It's just living free. As free as you want to be, whatever your life, whatever you have planned for your life, do it. Live that way, live in that moment, live in whatever certainty that you have and keep it going. When I think of ultra life, I truly think of me being me and me presenting how I want to present myself to the world, whether that may be, you know, black, Hispanic, queer, whatever, that's who I'm choosing for you guys to see. And I'm just going to go with it unapologetically. And so it's just a cool song. It's like a really mellow, cool song. And song is pretty much just saying like, do you, and everything will be all right. Don't worry about anything else everything will be all right once you start living life the way you want to live life for yourself nice dope well I would ask you if you had some advice for someone who may be <laughs> trying to identify but I feel like you just kind of gave it right there but I will I'll just let you have a floor see if you have any other additional nuggets to drop on them I would say for somebody trying to identify I understand the struggle of wanting to be within the community I understand the struggle of a person wanting to fit in and not looking like oh I'm such like the shy gay girl or whatever I understand that notion of wanting to be but if the label doesn't fit you keep searching because it will come I don't know when I can't give you a time frame on when but it will come that label will come to you and it will make so much more sense when it does. Because you hear stories of people coming out multiple times because they are discovering different parts of their self as life goes on. There are people that come out as bisexual, then lesbian, then trans. And it's like, wow, that's a journey, you know? And that's what coming out is. Like, if you are struggling, it is going to be a journey. So take your time with it. I know it's frustrating. I know it's annoying because you see all these people living their authentic self. And you're like, man, that girl's so cool. That guy's so cool, blah, blah, blah. But if that's not their journey for you, 
then that's okay that it's not the journey for you. But when you do find the journey for you or when you have when you're on that journey of discovering who you are and how you want to identify, it's gonna make sense. It's actually gonna make sense. And for me, again, I didn't identify for a very long time. And I just thought that was it. I'm good, I'm done, whatever. But the way the word queer makes more sense to me now, it's eye-opening. And I thought I was done with this. I thought I was done. I thought I didn't have to do this no more. But again, it just shows you that as you grow in life, things change. If it's not black and white for you, things will change rapidly. And now you're suddenly sitting in the space again of like, damn, I gotta do this again. I gotta figure it out again. I gotta come out again, you know? And it should be a, a point where we don't even have to keep coming out to people, mm-hmm. but that is something totally different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, coming out and finding your identity is two different journeys. Yeah. Way two totally different journeys. Cause you have the feeling of, I know I'm not straight. I just need to tell people, but I also feel like I need to couple it with what I am because people will have questions yeah. about, well, if you're not straight, then what are you? And, blah, 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 blah. and so you, maybe you just say something in the moment, but then later on, it's like, that actually was not right. And I should not have said that. I should yeah. not have been so hasty in trying to come out to please somebody else when that wasn't right for myself. Or maybe it could have been right at the time. Like you said, like, this is how I discovered myself at the moment. And legit two years from now could be something totally different but it's all about having people around you as well that can understand that because some people be like i'm not doing this stuff with you again like why am i have to sit here listen you come out and say something else like wasn't that enough wasn't being bisexual enough wasn't being lesbian enough like what is this now you know and it's like dang so i want to be one thing and that's it like i'm not i'm not in the in the space for change like dang (laughs) you know yeah, that's the word we in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once you once you gay, you gay. That's once it. You gay, you gay. And Don't bring like, no man around here. <laughs> For real, they be like, "What is this? I thought <laughs> you were gay. What is this? <laughs> you wasting this time." Like, <laughs> <laughs> people crazy, man. Yeah. But thank you so much. I definitely appreciate you. Uh, tell the people where they can find you. Oh my gosh. So if you are looking for me on Instagram, you can find me on Instagram at the Kiana Alexandra. YouTube is the same thing. The kind of Alexandra, Twitter, the kind of Alex, uh, website, the kind of Alexandra.com, uh, TikTok, same thing. The kind, literally the kind of Alexandra on everything you want. Anything you want to look for the kind of Alexandra. If you can't find me, that means I don't have it. Literally. <laughs> <Got> it. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming. Y'all go check her out. Make sure y'all subscribe to the podcast. Make sure y'all go subscribe to the YouTube channel, Queerly Black. And y'all already know, I'm your host, Ashley. I'll catch y'all on the next one. Hey.